bucks. Never stop here. You're listening to Green and Growing, hosted by Sparky Pfeiffer and Nathan Marzion. Here is uh, the Bucks opening schedule just released before we started the podcast uh, today on Thursday. Bucks open at home against the Sixers, who we were just talking about. Harden, will he be there or won't he be there? That game's on TNT, a 6.30 tip on October 26th. That goes into Halloween weekend. Then they play Sunday night at home against Atlanta in their first uh, back-to-back Monday night home against Miami. So. Wow. Right off the bat, they get three playoff teams or projected playoff teams at home, home against Philly, Atlanta, and Miami. How do we like that start to the season for the Milwaukee Bucks, Gary? Well, I, I think it's going to be a daunting start for the Bucks, and, and you know we're talking about trades yet. I, I'm not convinced Atlanta's not done, and I think they're going to build around obviously Trey Young and Murray, and uh, the speculation, you know, from all summer was that they, they want Siakam. And I heard that trade was close. I mean, it's just unbelievable how close some of these trades are, but they haven't gone down. But let, let's say if Atlanta brings in Siakam, that's a pretty good, pr- pretty good team. And then they get some really nice young players, you know, to complement them. Now, you know, are they on the same level as the Bucks or the Celtics or the Heat? Uh, of course not, but uh, they're, they're going to be, you know, vastly improved. All right, let's look at November. Now, this, again, it's early. The Bucs are going to be good. Let's not set off any alarms like, oh, no, the season's going to be over in November. No, but as far as toughness goes, Bucks have 10 road games in November to six home games in November. I mean, they're on the road every single week of the month. Uh, they're on the road. Uh, November 1st in Toronto. Then they come back for an ESPN game against the Knicks on November 3rd, a 6.30 tip. The next week, three of their four games are on the road. The week after that, two of four are on the road. The week after that, two of three are on the road. And the week after that, two of four are on the road. I mean, they spend the most most of the month of November on the road. All are Midwest or East Coast games for the Bucks in the month of November. You've got road games against Toronto, Brooklyn, Indiana, Orlando, Toronto again, Charlotte, Washington, Boston, uh, November 22nd. That's an ESPN game, uh, the night of the 22nd. That's the night before Thanksgiving. Uh, And then at Miami uh, on the 28th, another uh, game on TNT. Uh, And then at the Bulls is the last road game in November, uh, on November 30th. You followed the NBA for a long time. My analysis is anytime a Midwest team ends up on a trip out East or in the Midwest, it doesn't seem to have the same effect as when they go to the West coast. Yeah, that's true. You know, the, uh, the, the good thing for the bucks. I mean, if you believe in the old adage that teams tend to bond more when they go on the road, I, I think this is perfect for the bucks, um, you know, with the new coach, Adrian Griffin, uh, there, there's going to be a transition period and, uh, you know what I, I I'm very curious about Steve is 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 Griffin going to tweak the system or is he going to make some major changes and uh, a lot of switching I think Gary a lot of switching on defense yeah I, I know that was talked about from day one and I'm not so sure if that's that's a good thing with this team like you said it's kind of an older team and uh, I, I will say this for Budenholzer I know I know he's had his share share of critics but. To me, he optimized the talents of every one of his players and, and how he played Brooke Lopez, for yeah. instance, you know, yep. things like that. But uh, going back to my original thought about the transition, 
you know, they, they got to get to know Adrian Griffin, his personality, his tendencies as a coach, and uh, he's got to win them over in those first couple months. And uh, I think those road trips uh, could come in pretty handy. Okay, so now let's talk about uh, the month of December. This is where it gets fun. The first week, full week in December, December 4th uh, through the 9th, is all that in-season tournament, quarterfinals, semifinals, uh, and championship game, which is on December 9th. Now, the semifinals and the championship game are in Las Vegas at the T-Mobile uh, Arena in Vegas. So if they end up getting that far, uh, they'll be in Vegas. If they're not there, then there's a whole formula of who they would actually play if they get eliminated early in this thing mm -hmm. uh, and whether they'd be on the home or the away or however that whole thing works. So that's I have no idea how that works. Once that tournament week is done, then they come back, get this, with six straight home games there from December 11th through December 21st, over 10 days, they don't leave Milwaukee. Home games against the Bulls, day off, Pacers, two days off, Pistons and Houston back-to-back, -back, 16th and 17th a weekend in Detroit, day off, then the Spurs, another day off, then Orlando, another day off, and then they take off uh, for a uh, road trip of four games after that. But that there is a big, big stretch right there leading up to Christmas where they get pretty much two weeks to sit at home in Milwaukee and kind of chill, run practices, and have home games. Well, they have two weeks of exhibition games. That'd be nice. <laughs> I mean, I mean, seriously, they, they, they should, you know, clean up on every one of those teams, right? They should. Yes, they should go 6-0 I mean, in that stretch. Yeah. There's not one team in that group you're going to say, my goodness, they're, they're a legitimate playoff contender. I mean, all of them are basically, you know, uh, bottom tier teams. So, I mean, that could be a big stretch. I mean, if, if they do run the table or come close to running the table, that's going to build confidence. And uh, again, that could be a real good thing for the Bucks. Yeah, no doubt. And then after that, they go on a little East Coast trip, East Coast Midwest um, with, uh, and this is, I don't like this, this part here. And I, I'm sure the NBA does it for a reason, but both their road games against the Knicks are over Christmas weekend. So you play on the 23rd in New York, 1130 start. Then you have off on Christmas Eve, and then you're playing in New York again on Christmas Day on ESPN at 11 o'clock start time. So Christmas will be in New York for the Milwaukee Bucks coaches and players uh, and so forth. Uh, and they'll be there probably, what, Friday they'll fly in? So they'll be there from the 22nd to the afternoon or early evening of the 25th until they fly out for their next game in Brooklyn, which is a hop, skip, and a jump. They take a plane from New York to Brooklyn if they don't bus it. Yeah, Steve, uh, if you were Giannis, where would you rather spend your uh, holiday season, in Oklahoma City, Memphis, or New York? Greece. Um, <laughs> and then uh, after Brooklyn, then they go to Cleveland to end that short little jaunt. Then New Year's Day... They're back at home against the Pacers, a New Year's Day night game. Seven o'clock tip against the Pacers on New Year's Day at Pfizer Forum. I'm not quite Steve, sure. That, that, that's my uh, dark horse for making the playoffs. Pacers? Yeah. I, I, I mean, you start out with their coach, Carlisle's, you know, got to be one of the top six coaches in the league. And Halliburton's really good. And they, they made some uh, nice pickups during the summer. I, I think the pickup of Bruce Brown wasn't big, it was huge. And I think it makes the Pacers, you know, a formidable team. There are some stretches here uh, that could get interesting uh, for the Bucks. Uh, when we start talking about 
Um, there's a stretch of three home games, the January 11th, the 13th, and the 14th, where you're home against Boston, Golden State, and Sacramento. Uh, three wow. and four days. That could be an interesting stretch. That, that, that's awesome. I mean, if I'm a Bucks fan, I'm getting tickets for every one of those games, uh, you, you know, especially Sacramento. I mean, I, I don't know how you feel about this, but I think Sacramento is the most exciting team in the NBA. I mean, they, they led the league in scoring last year and uh, kind of reminds me of those old ABA days where you just run and gun. And they're good. I, I, I think people are, you know, saying last year was a fluke, uh, but I, I think they're legit. I, I think they got a, a real chance to uh, come out of the West. Yeah, that'll be interesting. And then again, another one of these scheduling things that just drive me nuts, and I don't know if other teams' schedules look like this, but then after that stretch, they have a game on the 17th in Cleveland, then two days off in Detroit on a Saturday. They stay in Detroit on Sunday, play another game in Detroit on Monday night. Then they come home, and they play Cleveland again a week from when they just played them on Wednesday at home, a day off, and then they play Cleveland again on the 26th at home. So you play the same two teams. Well, Cleveland, you play three times in a matter of nine days. And you know what? Maybe somebody can ask Monty Williams why he didn't take the Bucks job. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know. That's a good you question. want to get into that, or are we going to save that for a later date? We could save that for a later date. Maybe when we get into the season and they take on the Bucks. <laughs> um, so, but that's interesting, right? Cleveland three times in like nine days. I don't like that. If I'm Cleveland, I don't want to see this Bucks team that no, much I, in that you, short you know time. What? I mean, 